Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Alyssa Corman, Ed Carson, with a look at the action in today's session, Tuesday, May 30th, where we saw a mixed day. We'll take a look underneath the surface to provide some deeper analysis. But Ed, what stocks are we going to discuss? I want to take a look at Lifetime Group on Semiconductor and Fluence Energy. All right, we'll do that. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes. The S&P was flat today. The NASDAQ up three-tenths of a percent, but it did slash its gains by the end of the session, as you can see here. On the downside, we have the Dow down about uh, two-tenths of a percent, and the Russell down about three or four-tenths of a percent by session's close. So the high-octane AI theme still going at it, Ed. But it seems like, you know, you and I were talking pre-show about uh, maybe underneath the surface, investors are trying to grapple with whether they should uh, hop on this momentum train or get off of it. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of, you know, like it seemed to be mixed signals indecisiveness on, in this day. Uh, a lot of AI stocks are really moving at the start of the day, NVIDIA and others moving on. Uh, and then it came off pretty quickly and it drifted lower. And for a while, the NASDAQ for a brief moment actually turned negative for the day. Uh, but it did rebound for modest gains. Uh, some, some AI names went really strong. There were some beaten down stocks that you could say probably justify some kind of AI connection. Those were did really well today. Uh, but so this, that was this area. It's, you know, it's starting to get look a little extended from the 50-day line, I'd say, especially the Qs. I think at, the, at one point, the NASDAQ 100 or the Qs were probably up about 10% versus the 50-day uh, the line, which is quite a bit. That's normally an area where you start saying, well, maybe you'd be looking for a pullback. It doesn't have to happen right away. But when you combine that with other indexes, like the Dow being below the 50-day line, uh, and close to the 200-day line, it's just sort of a weird dichotomy where one is one index is looking almost like it's going to break down, and the other one is extended. It's just that divergence is is very extreme, and but that's sort of what we've been getting used to this uh, in the last okay. few months. And with regard to the tech leadership, something we were talking about on IB Live this morning is all right. If a pullback is imminent, or if and when it comes, does it mean that it's uh, going to happen immediately, how does it handle itself? Is it a dramatic pullback, heavy volume declines, big volume, or do we hold firm and let those moving averages catch up? That could be telling, in addition to how the leaders are acting underneath the surface, like NVIDIA, can it hold on to this big move or how much is this going to give back? Yeah, and that becomes really difficult if you're just deciding or where should I take profits? I mean, that's not the worst decision to have to make if you're, or if you're up 30, 50, or 100%. But there's going to be a situation like it. Maybe if you see a dramatic downside reversal or a major sell-off, you might be thinking about maybe I should pair some, pair some on my, uh, you know, my holdings or, or start getting really out. But if it's hold steady here, you know, or, or drifts lower, tries to, you know, let's moving averages come up, maybe this one, you know, you can hold it and move on because, you know, if this one has a amazing move or at least a strong move from here out, you'd like to be able to hold on to it. But at the same time, it wouldn't be shocking to see this come down quite a bit. So you really it's a delicate balance. It depends on your exposure. I mean, if you're fully invested in NVIDIA, you may want to take some personal partial profits. If it's a small position, it's easier to hold. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how NVIDIA and these other names hold up. In, in the next several days and weeks. 
Right. And while stocks like NVIDIA are propelling the NASDAQ forward, let's take a look at the S&P 500, which tried to decisively break out. It's pulled back in a little bit, closing right around that 4,200 area. So this uh, looks like it's on the early stages of trying to break out while the NASDAQ is looking extended. How do you view the shift that we're, we're seeing or the, the focus that we're seeing in the market with technology playing, playing a really big role? Can uh, the S&P power higher from here and, uh, and you know, hang on to the NASDAQ's coattails? I mean, maybe it can. It has sort of been grinding higher because you can see the 10-day line, the 21-day line, even the 50-day line. They are trending higher. It just has been sort of this gradual thing. We're right at the top of that range. I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's a divided market. That's the question. Are, is, is AI going to pull up tech, all of tech, and they're going to pull up the whole market? Or is the broader market finally going to pull you know, those, those super leaders down. And we keep on waiting for the happen. We keep on thinking, aha, either one way or the other, it's going to happen, but it, it hasn't, it just keeps on staying split. So, uh, you know, something, you know, it's something that it's, I think there's a saying like, you know, something that can't go on forever, but it can go on indefinitely. And that's what we've got right now. Mm-hmm. And now let's take a brief look at the Russell 2000. It's still struggling. Here's the 10-year treasury yield, your TNX. So coming off of it, after having two strong weeks and three up weeks, now giving uh, some back to start this shortened trading week. Yeah, and I mean, there may be something with the debt ceiling deal. I mean, it, the yields might have actually been rallying in anticipation that there would be a deal and, and that we'd right. be sending a lot of things. In any case, it, it is interesting how the stock market seemed to treat the debt ceiling deal as basically a non-event. You know, uh, but uh, not necessarily the other markets, but definitely the stock market. Mm-hmm. And just uh, to show what we're seeing underneath the surface, here's RSP as well. The S&P was flat today. RSP down two tenths of a percent. QQEW also uh, want to show here a downside reversal after what looked like arguably a breakout on Friday. Chip stocks, let's go there. Continuing to extend gains though off highs, uh, sort of looking like uh, NVIDIA's action today here, closing with just a fractional gain for this ETF. But this is pretty much straight up a very strong breakout. It's hard, it's hard to see a move more vertical than something like this. Yeah, well, there's a few stocks that do look more than that, but yeah, it's 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 uh, but that that is pretty vertical. It's nowhere near the ten day line. I mean, that's the thing. And so, uh, if it can hold here and let let it take a break, I mean, that's a huge move for a major sector like that. And uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> right, yeah. it is very vertical. I mean, I'm not complaining. No, I no. Uh, I played a leverage ETF. I just I mm-hmm. wish I would have gone gone a little bit bigger in my position, but uh, I know the risks, and I'm. Uh, going to be quick on the trigger if my uh, profits erode. So we'll see what happens there. Here's IGV. So tech software, maybe not looking quite as exhausted, but uh, a lot of volume coming into this. This is your your Microsoft, your other big software giants. Looks like it could be in the early stages here, Ed. And uh, right now about 6.6% above the 10-week line. So not as extended looking and still getting that AI buzzy benefit 
Yeah, and tomorrow we'll get Salesforce, which along with Microsoft is like the other major mm -hmm. component in that, and C3.ai, which is a small component, but that's the one that's is just going vertical. Yeah. Uh, absolutely vertical. Uh, that one also reports tomorrow night, so that'll be uh, that'll be an interesting heat check for for that stock. Good point. And now let's take a look at some notable stocks like Lifetime Holdings Group. So this is the thing we we're seeing a super strong market, but then you have a reversal like this after a, a compelling setup, but the gain right out of the gate did not hold. Yeah, I mean. If you just look at the closing price, okay, it doesn't look, that's fine. I mean, it's just dropped a little bit, stayed within that range, but that was really disappointing. And if you bought that when it was up, say, 3 or 4%, which would have been a reasonable thing to do, it was clearing most of that area at that point. Uh, this was looking so strong and market's moving up. Hey, here we go. And this is what makes it so tough, because at some point, you're going to get these breakouts to work. And so there's a reason why you can't ignore these. You can pass on some of them, but you don't want to ignore them. But uh, it's just really difficult. On the, on the plus side, it, is, it isn't bro broken through there. It's still holding around the 21-day line. But just, it's just disappointing when, when that mm -hmm. happens so quickly like that. Right, because now where's where's the entry if it has, uh, you know, a decent gain but doesn't get above that high? Is that is that going to be comforting to investors, or is that going to and be there's stocks like that too? Yeah, 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 we've seen stocks like that that break out, then fizzle around there. And it's like, well, what? And then they finally move out. Well, how are you supposed to know that was going to work? Yeah, it's okay. it's very tricky and frustrating. It is. And now let's take a look at ticker ON. This is on semiconductor, a downside reversal after an attempted breakout here, Ed. I guess yet another reason to be trying to focus on those early entries and not just having FOMO and try, okay, chips are working. Let me buy chip breakouts. Uh, that was another thing we said this morning on IBD Live was when the market is getting extended, you really need to be careful about adding new exposure to stocks because- most stocks follow the market. So if the market pulls in, a lot of stocks are going to pull in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this one had sort of an early entry, maybe Friday morning, as it was sort of breaking the downtrend of the handle. Uh, but at this point, you know, yeah, the breakout was already, you know, when it was breaking out, it was already sort of extended from the 50-day line. And this one has a history. You can just sort of look mm -hmm. here on a daily or a weekly. You can just see as a history of breaking out, then falling back in the base. Yes, it's trending higher, but very difficult. We've mentioned this with this one a bunch. Mm -hmm. Obviously, a sideways market just exacerbates that, you know, even more. So you wouldn't be feeling great if you bought it Friday morning because it would have reversed back to those levels. But you'd be sitting on no gain versus, right. you know, being down five or six percent. Yeah, maybe would have been feeling great. Uh, buying it off 40 week in hindsight, but yeah, yeah, and and we're seeing the fundamentals deteriorate with this one too, Ed. Uh, perhaps uh, forward looking estimates pretty good, but uh, the most recent quarter was uh, not all too impressive if you're just looking directly at the numbers. That's a good point. Okay, and FLNC, I believe this was IBD's stock of the day today. Yes, it was, and. This is a stock that held up. So the group, Alternative Energy, 171 out of 197, but money was flowing into this uh, stock today, Ed, and it held up while many others faded throughout the day. Yeah, so broke above that early entry. It closed just around an er the actual buy point of 2487. 
basically Fluence makes this sort of like they they do sort of like what Tesla does with the mega packs, you know, utilities grade storage, you know, just like Tesla, they'll get batteries from CATL and then they'll package another software and other stuff. But there's a lot of tax credits involved. So there's a lot of reason to be positive on it, you know, heading and uh, so profits are expected to start coming in sometime maybe later this year. Uh, you know, it definitely by next fiscal year is supposed to be some. So a lot of positives here, but it's hard to know. On the other side, it's like the problem. And one thing is that the 50-day line, it still is sort of extended from some of those mm-hmm. some of those issues. So even there, it's like it's not crazy extended. It's not, you know, it's it's from the early entry. That's fine. But even here, there's just not many things that are close to their 50-day line. It's just not there weren't many things to buy. And some of those fizzles and even ones that worked sort of looked, you know, sort of iffy on top of the fact that there is a lot of uncertainty in this in this market. Mm-hmm. Well said. Got RS line blue dot, though, so we can't ignore that. No. Worth worth uh, pointing out today. So we'll have to see. And uh, any thoughts on this theme, Ed, that where where this uh, company does business is that something that uh, you know we're seeing other solar stocks maybe uh, trying to perk back up? But what about Fluence? You know, I know that people, a lot of people who are Tesla bulls, talk a lot about wow, you know, they're going to make so much money in the mega packs. There's so much. The incentives are so high from the IRA tax credits. This is sort of a pure play on that. You can see the revenue is pretty strong even before that's really kicked in. Uh, so, you know, you probably want to look into this and see why you say, well, why would I buy this one as opposed to an alternative? But there does seem to be a lot of growth in there. All that solar, all that wind that's coming up. Well, you basically need storage to make that work. Uh, so it seems like there will be a, a big opportunity for that. You know, whether or not this is the one to make it make it all happen, but uh, it, it does seem to have improving and strong fundamentals and 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 so there's a good story behind it. Great. Thank you so much for that insight, Ed. And that wraps it up for us for today. We do want to take a moment to acknowledge and honor IBD founder Bill O'Neill in his passing over the weekend. Our hearts go out to the family. And the team took some time this morning on IBD Live to share thoughts, our, our respects, and to honor Bill's life and legacy. So we definitely encourage you to check that video out if you are so compelled at either investors.com or on IBD's YouTube channel. So may Bill O'Neill rest in peace. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.